0: So we are continuing with God and vision today. And we are speaking on, last week we spoke on vision and discipline, vision and discipline. So today we are continuing with vision and discipline and this is part two of vision and discipline, part two. You have your Bible. Even if it's on your phone or tablet Turn with me to Proverbs 13 Proverbs chapter 13 and we are speaking about vision and discipline and the subject under vision and discipline today is laziness Laziness This is a subject that I I never gave myself to laziness. The Bible speaks about laziness because it was a challenge for me as well. So I know what it is to be lazy and to battle laziness. So, uh, So we are dealing with that subject today. Proverbs 13 verse 4. I'm first going to read from the ESV and then afterwards, I will also read the translation of the International Standard Version So the Word of God declares Solomon speaks and he says The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied I'm going to read the international standard version as well just that we may have understanding he says the lazy person craves the new king james version and the king james version will say desires so in other words the lazy person desires yet receives nothing but the desires of the diligent Are satisfied Mm -hmm. God bless the reading of his word father Guide us and lead us into all truth. Amen Mm -hmm. Now remember We spoke on vision the last few weeks And when we laid the foundation in the first teaching of this series, we spoke about God and vision god and vision so when we spoke about the word vision remember i mentioned something very important i said you have the context regarding vision of the old testament and then you have the context regarding vision of the new testament and i said to you in that sermon that later on we will also speak on the context of vision regarding the new testament so we established that the old testament has its meaning regarding vision and that is in the hebrew so the old testament was written in the hebrew text that is the original language of the old testament and then the new testament was written in the greek language and therefore we are going to look at both pictures of vision so we will have the old testament and the new testament i'm not going to focus a lot on the old testament because we had already established that part but then we are going to look at the new testament context of vision which will also bring us to our subject today of laziness so the old testament We said that the Old Testament word for vision is Kozon. Remember we said that in the first session of our vision series, God and vision series. We said it's Kozon, which means prophetic word. Remember what we said in terms of Solomon speaking, he said that where there is no vision, the people perish and then he also spoke and he said happy is the man who keeps the law so we said that in terms of vision in that context in the hebrew context we said that vision has to do with the prophetic word and we said it is guidance from above so god spoke prophetically to his people and he gave guidance saying to them to the people of israel that this is what you ought to do but he normally spoke through his prophet to his people so it is important that we understand that aspect so vision there in the old testament context first say to us that vision is guidance from above it is from the mouthpiece of god from god's mouth so god speaks his word to his people and then when we look at that we also establish that the vision in that context has to do with the principles Of God, the principles of God. So what we said was, therefore, Solomon did not stop. Because remember, we always just quote, where there's no vision, the people perish. But Solomon also said that, happy is the man who keeps the law. So in other words, happy is the man who keeps the vision that comes from above. And then, in terms of the new testament the word vision in the new testament is Horama meaning that which is seen that is very important that which is seen in other words it means to see with the mind and to see with the eyes you see we are going somewhere with this to see with the Mind and to see with the Ice. eyes. Come said say idea to see with the Mind. and to see with the. Ice. Especially since we spoke a lot about renewal of the. Mind. This is important. But but one thing that we need to notice is although they have two different meanings, Old Testament and New Testament, both these definitions do not work against one another, but they work for one another so in other words what am i saying i'm saying that god gives the prof the prophetic vision from above in terms of his principle happy is the man who gives the law so god gives the vision from the prophetic vision from above in terms of his principles and then you as the recipient of His word, the guidance from above, the principles from above, visualize, we see with the and with the eyes. So then we perceive with the eyes. So it will be something like this. God speaks from above and then it goes into the mind, into the hard drive and then after that when we look we perceive and then it manifests in the natural and that is very important so the first thing is God will speak to you about your purpose so so God will consistently speak to you about your God-given purpose and. and after god has spoken to you about your god-given purpose what what will happen next you will see pictures of that purpose in your mind uh, then you start visualizing in the mind. mind and then the next thing after you have visualized it here then your eyes will see it manifest in the natural but the terms and condition for that is discipline in order to pursue the vision discipline in order to pursue the vision and that discipline that discipline normally comes with battles we often hate fighting that discipline comes with battles that we do not like at all. You see, I'm 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 referring here to those battles that has nothing to do with the outside world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm speaking here about battles, Colin, that has to, to the men inside. I'm, I'm talking about internal battles. Yes and not external ones Mm -hmm. because the easiest battle that you could ever fight is an external battle and therefore when we fight and therefore we declare things such as when it comes to the external battle and, and, and and we choose Scripture strategically for our external battles. Therefore, when we speak about our external battles, we, we speak about shaking off the dust from our feet and have nothing to do with them anymore. You see, the external battle seems much easier for us to fight. And sometimes some of us, even if we are in the church, We really fight (laughs) some external battles. Skanda! (laughs) So the external battle, because it's an enemy from the outside that you can see, and that enemy from the outside is easier to hate than yourself. (laughs) So it becomes much more easier to battle an external battle for you. But I'm here to tell you that the hardest battle that you will ever fight is the internal ones and not the external battles. Mm -hmm. You see, I'm, I'm referring here to those conversations that we hate to have with ourselves. I'm referring here to those internal convictions that we often ignore. Those ones are internal battles and they are much more stronger than the external ones Because like I said, it's easier to hide outside and much more to def- hide, difficult to hide what is inside Remember what we said When we spoke on, in Ephesians about the vision for the husband and the family, no one has hated his own flesh therefore discipline is an internal factor it has nothing to do with someone else it has to do with self yes. and therefore we hate discipline because it's much more difficult to battle than an external discipline has to do with self And the truth is, one of the eternal disciplinary battles that most of us are fighting for years, have been laziness. You see, see, I'm, I'm talking to you today about things that we do not often want to speak about in terms of ourselves. We, we don't want to have those conversations. There are battles inside such as laziness. And that is one of the biggest ones. When, when God speaks to us deep down inside about this battle, we tend to ignore that conviction. Yeah. Because this has nothing to do with the external person. Mm. It has to do with yourself. Yes. You see, you cannot blame laziness on another person. Mm. It has to do with yourself. Mm. So therefore, we hate this. We hate to deal with this disciplinary battle. You see, this battle requires a conversation with self. For unless you have this conversation with yourself, you will develop this disease called laziness and it will sink you as slow as quicksand. In fact, you, you, you will not realize it until you are down there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the lower you go in that quicksand, the more difficult it becomes to get out. Yes, so cool. Because it started with you putting your foot in the sand, realizing that hey, something is wrong here. But then you decided, because I'm a lazy person, I will not move my foot and I'll rather just sink slowly. Sure. And that is the deadly part of laziness Slowly but surely it sinks you It sinks you You see, you, you, you will fail to realize That you are sinking because it happens slowly you, you will leave certain things to grow <laughs> because of your laziness You will leave certain, and I'm talking to all of us because this is a huge battle even in the church you will leave it and leave it and leave it and it grows and it kills you slowly but the wisest men to ever live Solomon gave great counsel regarding this matter on several occasions Because he understood the importance of this And how deadly it is In Proverbs 13 verse 4 We read it Solomon says and, 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 And this is the translation That makes it simple That I want to read to you This is the good news bible Listen to what Solomon basically says He says no matter how much A lazy person may want something He will never get it A hard worker, he says, will get everything he wants. (laughs) And therefore, I want us quickly to look at two individuals in the church. Let's first clean the house. And when I say the church, I'm referring to the body of Christ. And we are included in the body. So, so let's look at two individuals in the church Concerning the stacks that I just read The first person Is the lazy person who desires to have more of God Yet he or she will not grow deeper in their faith with God Let me, let me, let me give that one again The first person in the church is the lazy person who desires to have more of God. Yet he or she will not grow deeper in their faith with God. This is the person who always speaks about how deep they want to go in their relationship with God. Hey, this year I just want a deeper relationship with God. Does that sound familiar? This year I want to pray more This year I just want to be at church every Sunday This year I want to make sure that I fast on a regular basis This year I want to meditate on the Word of God more so that I may grow more This year I want to fight myself in a small group. This year I want to commit to discipleship class. This year I want to I want to just find myself in a group that will build my life and not destroy. This is the person that speaks in that manner. They always talk about how they would like to grow in deeper understanding of his word, how they would like to experience great miracles. However, this is the same person that is not committed to Christ. This is the same person who is not interested in the principle of sacrifice. If any man wants to come after me, he must first do what? He must first deny himself. The battle is with self, so this man must first deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Christ speaks about sacrifice. He speaks about sacrifice. This is the same person who wants to go deeper into the things of God, but this person is unwilling to sacrifice to get there. This is the same person who's not interested in sacrificing. This individual hates the consistency of seeking God. This is the same person who 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 would say, Lord, teach me how to pray. And then when God speaks in context When it comes to prayer of of first, this person moving out of his comfort zone, to say, listen, Shannon, in terms of you praying, you need to become more consistent. You're going to have to set a specific time where this is my time. Hey, no fry interfere. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm talking about all of us. These are the people that we have to beg to commit to Christ for they honour him with their, with their mouths, but the are far from him in fact the word heart re- refers to so the vision that they have the purpose and they are far from him in that context You see, desiring this is the person who desires more of God. Desire for more, but because of laziness, laziness to commit to Christ, laziness to volunteer in church, laziness to do something about this their spiritual state, laziness, this is the same individual that desires more, but because of laziness, they get nothing. And then the second individual is the lazy person remember i'm still dealing with the church this is the lazy person who desires to become financially free but will not work for it these are the folk who shout in the church i receive (laughs) but they are not willing to work for anything it is demonic Sunday upon Sunday I I receive from above but not willing to put in the work these are the individuals who always speak about how how the time will come (laughs) let's address the elephant in the room No, I can see that um, it's going well with with, with Nash, and I can see God is, but my time will come, get rid of that self pity spirit, God says work. Oh, my time will come. I can see uh, God is, we are worshipping together, and and we are lifting our hands next to each other in the church. No, Nash is lifting her hands while she's working. You are lifting your hands while you are waiting. There's a difference. We're going to talk about waiting later. How you wait. So it is important that you understand that God does not tolerate that behavior. He says, in terms of your laziness, you will get nothing. And not because I don't want to give you anything, God says, but because you are not willing to work. These are the individuals who consistently speak how God will one day make them financially free. You know, brother, God is going to bless me so well one day. God says, stop speaking about one day. Today is the day that you start to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, one, one day. One day. And some of them are so trapped in this. that They are 70 years old already and still wait for one day to come. <sighs> and the lord says i already gave the vision from above the prophetic word says if you are not willing to work you get nothing nothing. you get nothing you see these are the individuals (laughs) these are the individuals when when you greet them and you ask a simple question how are you doing they are always blessed Yeah, I'm, I'm blessed brother they are not just good. I'm blessed brother I'm blessed my sister because the principle is whatever you speak, the power of life and death is in the tongue and those who <laughs> the power of life and death is in the tongues and those who love it. Shall eat the fruit thereof. These are the individuals who always speak about I, I speak things into the into existence, and God says, When when you when, when when you are willing to work, then it will come. Remember what we said earlier in terms of speaking things into existence. What 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 did we establish earlier? We said the vision comes from above, then it goes into the and then you need to discipline yourself that it manifests in the natural Mm. and that discipline comes with stop your laziness Mm. so you do not just speak things into existence but you have to work there are certain things that 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 is a a totally different battle like youth That is something different but in terms of you saying in the church God's gonna bless me one day I will become financially free every time when when they greet me I just have to say I'm blessed I'm blessed I'm blessed until it happens God says unless you work you will not be able to obtain the blessing and therefore these individuals in the church they struggle with debt for years because they have given all their money but they were not able they were not willing to work these are the individuals who screamed i shout and scream and shout i receive all their lives not willing to work they they find it so easy to say the slave is a borrower to the lender. And one day God's going to make me a lender. No brother, you need to work. No my sister, you need to work. They, they find it so easy by saying the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. That's what Solomon said. Solomon also said if you do not work, you are falling into poverty. <laughs> These are the people who, who often speak about the blessing of Abraham. <laughs> the blessing of Abraham. I'm the seed of Abraham by faith and I obtained the blessing of Abraham not knowing that Abraham was not a lazy man. He was a working man. Abraham was not a lazy man. Go and read Genesis chapter 12, You'll see his business. Abraham was a working man and not a lazy man. So Abraham was not the one who who desired without putting in the work. These are the type of people in the church. You offer them a job and they say, my God will supply all my riches, all my needs according to his riches and glory. No brother, that is the supply that is the supply (laughs) you offer them a job and they become spiritual religious about it no uh, my god will supply all my needs god just supplied your need he says work i've sent you a job They, they wait these are the individuals that wait for furniture from heaven The hmm. yeah. is here. One day, God will just send me a nice couch. God says you will continue to sit. You can open sit. For the rest, you live, until you work and buy your couch, because <laughs> God does not tolerate laziness. The job is the supply. <laughs> yeah but the, the laziness blinds them from seeing the supply. See, God will, will give you vision. But when He gives you that vision, He also means, I need you to work towards this. Vision is not, I have said it, and then it registered in your horama in the, in the mind, you can see it, but you are not willing to work for it. In other words, God will, will say, Shannon, I want you to start a ministry. This is my vision, and this is purpose. So now, boom, it registers in the well, in the mind so then i spoke to my wife and i said hey man something i keep on seeing this thing here yeah, we need to do this i started seeing how we are going to do the ministry and all those things but where did i start seeing it in the mind. imagine if i just sat in another on the chair praise every sunday oh god is gonna give me a ministry god is gonna start the ministry God is going to start a ministry. I would have still. (laughs) Sat in the church. Doing this. Every Sunday. But I understood the principle was. This is also hard. Work. So. The vision is there. I will be with you every step of the way. But it doesn't mean. That you are going to sit on your couch. And do nothing about it. That is laziness. And it is ungodly. Therefore Isaiah said Isaiah said oh, and, and, and we were worshiping with it earlier they that wait on the Lord. they shall mount up with wings like eagles Ay, don't get quiet we wait. And we will mount up with wings like eagle, vision eagles. Ah, on says But then he says, They shall also do what? Next. They shall run. Is that not work? Mm-hmm. They shall run and not get weary. So, in other words, you will be busy doing something. And while you are doing it, I will sustain you. You will not grow weary. But God does not sustain people who sit on the couch and do nothing with their lives. Because that is is sustenance. There's nothing to sustain because you are sitting and doing nothing. So you shall do something, run and not grow weary. You shall do what? You shall walk and not faint Mm -hmm. you will not only wait when i give you the vision you will work towards it Mm -hmm. and therefore Mm -hmm. laziness kills visions and dreams Mm -hmm. laziness kills potential Mm -hmm. Listen to what Solomon says in Proverbs 19, 24. Note what I just said. And I'm I'm going to conclude. Note what I just said. Solomon said, I, I said, laziness does what? It kills visions and dreams. It kills potential. Listen to Solomon in Proverbs 19, verse 24 the lazy person buries he has to do with death nah? I said it kills visions and dreams Solomon says the lazy person buries his hand in his dish and doesn't bother to bring it back to his mouth that is dead. in other words you have the bowl in your hand, you are hungry, you take the spoon, it's by your hunger, you put it in the dish, and that search. You are lazy to feed yourself. That's what he's basically saying. As old as you are, someone needs to spoon feed you. And this verse calls us to responsibility Disciplining ourselves, taking responsibility for our own lives Let's stop blaming other people Because of our own laziness Yeah, the uh, honorweiser had me not liked by school And then he, he marked me on a... No! Brother, sister, that's old news What are you gonna do about it today? What are you doing about it today? No, Colin, you are a great example. Colin said, "All my life I've been dreaming about this. The vision was given from above. above. All my life I've been dreaming about this. It was the vision, and then you saw it here. You would still be dreaming, Colin, if you didn't didn't do something about it." laziness is a disease Yes. Solomon says do not bury your hand in your own dish what you are doing is for yourself if you are lazy you are killing your own dreams and not the dreams of others you will continue and let me tell you something laziness brings jealousy <laughs> yeah. Huh?" Laziness brings you will start hating people for no reason. When you see people work for their stuff and rage, the brother woke up at four o'clock in the morning and you woke up at 10 o'clock. And then after that, you didn't even make up your bed, you went straight to the television. Laziness (laughs) brings jealousy, it's a disease. See, you are still waiting for your breakthrough While God called you to stop being lazy And work for the vision that he has already provided in your life In conclusion I'd like to say Most of our problems Is not lack of money It is not lack of vision. It is not that our prayers hit the ceiling. Most of our problems come from laziness. The money is out there. Your financial freedom is out there. But Shannon, you're going to have to sacrifice and study and do something about your situation. Because the money never left the earth. Yeah. So in order for you to become financially free, you're going to have to do something. Mm. And I do not want to get ahead of myself because we're still going to speak about vision and money. You see, it is the fact that we do not want to admit to our own laziness that stops us from achieving big. Mm. That stops us from going deeper in w- with our relationship in terms of of church and God, it, it stops us from doing that. It stops us from having a better relationship with God. Laziness. Take back your life today. Not tomorrow, laziness will say tomorrow. Take back your life today.